back to Autoimmune and You. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm your host, Erica. And we are so excited to be back with you. We actually took a week off of podcasting because you know what? We both had a lot going on in life and we aren't going to get too much into that today, but we did want to touch on the fact that it's really important to protect your peace, protect your energy. And even though this is something that we absolutely love doing and we really um, take it seriously to put out content for you guys every week, um, we wanted to kind of touch on why we took a break and why it's important um, for us to do so. Yeah. And I think like both of us, you know, want to be intentional about the things that we share And if we're not feeling our best and, you know, we're going through our own stuff or we're really busy with what's going on in our own lives, you know, we need to take a step back for ourselves because not only is it good for us, but it's good for you that, you know, I don't want you guys to feel like we're just trying to share stuff just for, you know, followers and whatnot. Like we genuinely want to share stuff that feels real and authentic in the moment. And that's kind of how we plan to do this podcast. So what we decided together is from now on, we are going to be putting out content every other week, because while we absolutely loved putting out content every week for the past over four months, um, (laughs) we really know that each of our personal coaching businesses is taking off and we're both really busy with other things as well as just things going on in life. And I think that it's really important for us to recognize that in it's not quantity, it's quality. And we yeah. really want to be putting out content that is relatable and helpful for you. Um, just like Erica said, rather than just pumping out a whole bunch of episodes. So we really appreciate you being here with us. We appreciate all of the support that we receive every single week, all of your messages, all of your comments. Mm-hmm. We so so appreciate you. And today we're actually talking about um, something that we asked on Instagram. We asked if there's anything specific that you guys wanted to hear. And one that really stood out to us is asking how we manage pain. And I think that that's a really important one because both of us are really diligent about managing pain as holistically as possible. So we will just share with you some tips, some tricks, and you know what? You, you know that you're always going to get a little bit of mindset work from us because that's a really important part of managing pain and being able to cope with pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of my favorite things to do, and I've been doing this now for a couple years, I think I've talked about this on previous episodes, but I have a portable sauna and that is something that has helped me a lot because it, well, it's the infrared sauna. So that really actually helps with joint pain and muscle pain. And so I like to go into my sauna for about 35 to sometimes 40 minutes, depending on, you know, how much I sweat during that inside of there. Uh, Cause I, I don't really sweat that easily. So it kind of takes a while for my body to sweat. I'm the um, same way. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty weird. I don't know, but I think from going in the sauna over the last couple of years, I, I think my, I'm able to sweat more, but the more you sweat is going to be more, you know, helpful for your joints. And so, uh, I go in there and I usually put on a talk by either like Eckhart Tolle or Dr. Joe Dispenza. I feel like we're on repeat here or (laughs) I am about talking about that because literally, I mean, I talk about it all the time, but I just love the information that he shares. And I feel like it's a time for me to like rewire my brain as well as get the physical benefits from the sauna. And -hmm. sometimes I even do the breathing exercises in the sauna. So it's like a, like, trust me, if you don't have a sauna, you can get one on Amazon for like, I think maybe like $200. They have different ones. 
Um, but it is so worth it because I feel really good because I, especially because of the whole, you know, COVID situation, I'm not able to go to Bikram yoga. And so even after I get out of my sauna, once my body is all warmed up, then I'll do some like stretching afterwards mm-hmm. and then get into the shower. That so it kind of, so nice. yeah. So it kind of gives you that effect. And I know for myself that Bikram yoga was huge. Like when I was going to Bikram yoga, like four times a week, my joints felt so freaking good. Like my flexibility, uh, just everything. And um, so, yeah, that's something that I I really highly suggest if you are in a lot of pain. If you need quick relief, uh, going into a sauna is actually one of the best things that you can do. And if you can get access to one, you know, I really highly encourage it because it has helped me a lot over the years. That's a really good one. Every time you talk about it, I want one so bad. One of these days I'm going to treat myself. Um, Something that helps me personally, kind of along the same lines. So depending on the type of pain and depending on where the pain is, I either do heat packs or cold packs. I tend to gravitate towards cold packs. And the Mm -hmm. way that I think of it is heat packs tend to be better for like muscular pain and cold packs tend to be better for joint pain. And so that's what I usually do. Honestly, I am icing my knees all the time, especially when I know that like, you know, I did something that's a little bit more high impact than usual, um, like a long hike or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I know that my knees are probably going to feel it. Then I will immediately just get home and put ice on my knees right away. Something like hands or like elbows, stuff like that is really hard to ice or heat. So for something like that, I tend to do like CBD balm. I talk about CBD all the time, but I use Mm -hmm. it every single day in varying capacities. I have like roll on stuff. I have a balm. I have like tincture drops. I have pills. Like I literally have everything (laughs) CBD because it has helped me so much because I personally avoid taking any sort of like Advil, Aleve, Tylenol. Um, I just don't like to put chemicals like that in my body. And I, probably the last time I had anything like that is probably, I don't know, six months ago, because I just, I really, really try not to. Um, and everyone's different. Like if, if that helps you great, but for me personally, I try to stick to plant medicine. And so I use CBD every single day and it helps me so, so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a really good, um, CBD cream that someone sent me actually a long time ago and I need to reach out to them because I started using it again and I'm like, oh my gosh, this stuff is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, something like that could, you know, give you quick relief on the surface level. Right. Uh, But if you take it orally, I think, you know, I think it has a more systemic effect than just, Mm -hmm. you know, rubbing it on one joint and it probably lasts longer and you probably get the fuller uh, benefits. But yeah, I think uh, one of the other things that I do is, well, I touched on like the breathing exercises mm-hmm. uh, in the sauna, but you can also do that. Like if you're not on the sauna, you can do it at any point. Like literally Rachel and I, before we started <laughs> recording this episode, we were having some difficulties with my mic because I bought a new mic and I was so excited to use it. And we were having technical difficulties with it. So I'm back on my old mic. So apologies. I'm working on getting a better mic, Um, but I was kind of getting stressed out. And so what happens, I immediately feel it in my neck and shoulders. Like that's how quick it is. And that's how in tune with myself is that I know like automatically going to my neck and shoulders. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to do uh, a breathing exercise right before we jumped on. And 
that is honestly like, I just told Rachel, it's like, you know, a hit of weed. Like I felt mm-hmm. that relaxed, like immediately after that. So while it may not, you know, necessarily take away your pain immediately, or like give you the effect that you think it will, it mentally gives you that break, mm-hmm. right? Because when you get in pain, you can get really stressed out, you can get really down on yourself. And so doing a quick, simple, you know, breathing exercise can immediately change your mood. Like I'm talking like immediately. Instant. Yeah. Yeah. Instant. And, and I feel like, and because it relaxes your body, it's going to relax your joints. Mm -hmm. So that can have an effect. Yeah, absolutely. Breathing is so underrated. Mm -hmm. It's completely free. You don't Mm -hmm. need anything. All you need is your body. And I really find that closing my eyes and really like picturing the air flowing into my body, flowing out, picturing, I like to picture energy flowing Mm -hmm. into my body, flowing out. Mm -hmm. Even, I mean, right before we started recording, we took what, like five breaths and both felt both immediately. We're like, okay, like we can do this now. (laughs) And so, yeah, that's something that can help your mind, which can in turn help your body. And it's, it's funny because before I started this holistic healing journey, I would have never, I would have heard people talk like us talking about this and be like, yeah, yeah, like how is that connected? That means that doesn't make sense. But now it's like, once you know, you know, and you can't go Mm -hmm. back. It's like, once you realize just how connected your breath, your mind, your body, your soul, everything Mm -hmm. is. And that when you focus on one part of it, it helps the rest of it. It's kind of like, it's like helping one cog in the wheel, right? Is yep. that the right term? <laughs> but you know, I'm not I mean. sure, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I think they'll get it. And I think also what you said about um, kind of visualization, right? Mm-hmm. That can also help because look at, you know, where you place your attention is where you place your energy, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting there really focused, hyper-focused on that area, you know, say it's your knee or say it's your wrist and you're zooming in on it, right? Mm -hmm. You're bringing all that energy to that joint and you're probably amplifying the pain, right? So if you do something like a visualization and kind of like imagine yourself doing the opposite of how you're feeling, you know, like, okay, I'm on a hike right now. Like the sun is out, you know, it's, the sun is hitting my skin. I am breaking a sweat. I'm laughing with my friend. You know, I feel good in that moment. It does kind of feel, you know, counterintuitive to go there to an opposite place, but that really does help. And that's helped me a lot over the years of like when I've been in really bad times of like, whether it's being in bed for a couple of weeks or like not being able to use my wrist in a certain way for a couple of days, I really just start visualizing, you know, what would it look like if I wasn't in pain? Mm -hmm. And so it feels awkward in the beginning because your brain wants to tell you like, no, like focus on the pain, like focus on what's going wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you really do the opposite, you increase that energy throughout your body and that, you know, the thinking. And if you have that elevated emotion with it and really feel the gratitude for being able to feel better. That's even though exactly you're not what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, even if you're not feeling good in the moment, you, if you stick to that and you really believe it and you can visualize it, it is going to have a powerful effect on you. And it may not happen immediately, 
but it can, it can happen a day later. It can happen two days later. I don't know, depending on, you know, how much energy and focus you put on it and into it, but that's happened to me for sure. Like I've done really crazy visualizations and a month later, the very thing I deeply visualized happened for me. And it didn't happen obviously right away. Sometimes again, I don't know. It depends on, <laughs> um, like I said, how much energy and thought goes into it and, you know, kind of the way the universe aligns for you. But I feel like visualization is just a key to a lot of things. That's a really good point. And I love that you touched on that gratitude piece. So what I wanted to add is that even if you are feeling real, like Erica said, a little bit awkward about the visualization, maybe as a beginning step, instead of just focusing on like, for instance, my problem area is my knees. Instead of focusing on my knees and being like, oh my God, they're swollen, they're painful, they're tender. It's never going to go away. And continually, we talk about this all the time. The fact that our mind, it has these repetitive negative thoughts all the time. That's just the way our brains work. And mm-hmm. so it's our job to rewire it. And so rather than focusing that negative energy onto whatever joint is hurting or whatever symptom you're experiencing, focusing your energy on your gratitude for your body and what it's still doing, even though you're in pain, all of these systems in your body are still working and your body, whether it feels like it or not is trying to heal itself at every single moment. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to put that good energy into it so that it can continue to do its job of healing itself. And if we're yeah. not putting that good energy into it and we're not giving gratitude and love to ourselves, then it's going to perpetually kind of like keep shoving this negativity into this negative energy, I should say, into whatever you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, another one for me, this is really, really helpful to me. And I don't, I just noticed recently because I was like going through bad flare and I was like not feeling good. And just talking to my husband and actually, I know Rachel, you said you have difficulty crying, but for me, if you're feeling really bad and you know, you're holding all these emotions in, and you're not communicating that, you know, outwardly and you're holding all those emotions inside of you, that trapped energy and emotion can also cause you a lot of pain. So for me, as much as a lot of us, especially dealing with autoimmune diseases, we don't want to talk about this stuff to other people because we fear they're not going to understand us or we don't want to be a Debbie Downer or we want to feel like, you know, we're strong and we got this. The truth is, is that no one's strong enough to completely live through this condition without seeking out any type of help or being listened to or being heard, right? And so I find for myself that a lot of people view me as like, oh, Erica's strong. She's got it together. She's always this. She's always that. And I have, I go through my own struggles. You know, I go through my Mm -hmm. own struggles and thankfully I have my husband who listens to me, but sometimes I hold it in because, you know, I don't want to be constantly talking about this to my husband and like, oh, this hurts and this hurts because the reality is there's some type of discomfort going on in my everyday life. Mm -hmm. But there does come a time when, you know, I'm really struggling and really just need that emotional release. And so, you know, I'll go there, I'll open that, I'll, you know, open up the floodgates and just (laughs) let everything out and feel very lucky that I, you know, have that person that I can release that to and that it doesn't burden them and they love me and accept me for what I'm going through. Because when you live with this disease, it's like 
you have to find those people in your life that you can share this with because Mm -hmm. some people are just not ready for that or they don't know how to emotionally deal with that, you know, because it is a lot pain and suffering to some degree, you know, every single day for a person Mm -hmm. is a lot. And if I could just give myself a good cry and kind of release all that tension and anger and frustration And it may not even have to be to my husband, but if I just sit in my room and just kind of like release all that, it's crazy how much better I can feel afterwards. So if you're listening to this, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay to feel frustrated because you know what? Everyone, you know, deals with this disease differently and everyone has their own experience with the disease. You know, people have had it for different amounts of time. People have different disabilities from it or joint damage or whatever it is. And so just don't feel bad, like allow yourself to just feel that and release that. But the thing is, is that you don't want to hold on to that, right? You don't want to keep it in your body because then you just keep perpetuating, you know, those, that same feeling inside of yourself. So I'm a big fan of crying. I don't see anything (laughs) wrong with that. Like humans are obviously meant to cry for some reason. The fact that we can create tears is really weird if you really think about it, but that helps me sometimes. And then also I want to go back to like, I know Rachel, you don't really take like a leaves or anything like that which is crazy and is pretty good. But for the most part, I feel like if you have some type of autoimmune condition, especially one that induces pain, it's sometimes really hard to like push yourself too far without getting the relief that you need. Mm -hmm. And I find that a lot of clients, they really push themselves to a point because they are just trying to do it as holistically as possible. And so they feel guilty if they have to Mm. take something like that. And I want people to know that if you are suffering and you don't feel good and you have a whole day ahead of you and your wrist is hurting and you have to pick up your kids, you have to do this, this and that. It's okay. If Take you need the damn leave. Like if, 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 <laughs> if, 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 look at this is all this is why this whole thing is autoimmune in you, right? Because Rachel deals with it one way. I deal with it one way another person is going to deal with it another way. So you have to really look at your life and your situation and the amount of pain that you're in and Mm -hmm. say, what do I need to do for myself that is going to help me get through my day, right? Because at the end of the day, like we all have things that we have to carry out, right? And if we're like pushing ourselves through pain, just because, you know, we feel guilty about doing something like that's not good either, because the guilt of taking a a pill or whatever it is that you need to do is also going to cause problems for you, right? So if you need something, take it, whether it's turmeric, you know, whether it's CBD, whether it's an Aleve, those things are not good for the gut, but they could be good for you mentally in the moment, right? If you're in a lot of pain and you need to get through that. So I think this comes down to finding what feels good for you in that moment. And hopefully you can carry on throughout your day without, you know, having to be as in much pain. Yeah. And it's also about like everything in moderation, just like with food. Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting here saying like, don't take leave. Like I said, when I um, was talking about it, like everyone's different for me personally, I 
am grateful that I haven't gotten to a point where I've like really, really needed to, um, because I am very fortunate to, uh, work from home to have my own business, to make my own schedule. So when I need rest, I give myself rest where some, a lot of people don't have that opportunity. And so it's really important to listen to your body. And also, like I said, everything in moderation, like just because you take a leave for two days in a row, doesn't mean that your gut is like screwed. Like you're going to be okay. Um, and I also wanted to touch on a couple of other things besides the mindset work that can really help with pain. So Epsom salt baths are mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah. I really like Arnica gel as well. Now I have heard mixed reviews. I have some clients that say that Arnica gel really helps them. And I have some clients that say that it doesn't help them very much. Uh, but it's a super easy to find, um, like over the counter thing that you don't really have to like go spend a lot of money or anything like that on, but it's really important to also keep your uh, mental health in check. So like Erica was saying, like when something stressful happens and when you're feeling guilty or when you're feeling angry or overwhelmed or whatever it may be that manifests in the body. And that's something that I didn't realize until like a year into my diagnosis. Oh wait, stress affects my joints. What or stress affects my gut and like the, my digestion, like you wouldn't think so, but it really affects it big time. And so Erica and I both part of the reason that we both took a break over the last week or two is because we both had different types of stress going on in our life. And mm-hmm. we needed to handle that because we knew that if we added on trying to podcast, yeah. <laughs> record and edit and market and all of that stuff, which is a good, like 10 hours of our week, oh, I yeah. feel like, uh-huh. <laughs> um, if we were to add that in last week, we would have broken and we would have been yeah. in a crazier flare. And we both already were like a little bit flared up. So yeah. it's definitely like making sure that you're aware of everything going on around you, everything mm-hmm. going into your body, yep. everything yep. going into your mind, because it's also connected. And a really important part of pain management is making sure that when you are in pain, you aren't turning to things that are going to end up like being a downfall. Mm -hmm. So it's really easy to be like, oh, well, I have clients tell me this all the time. Oh, well, I'm already flared up. So I'm just going to eat the comfort food that I know my body doesn't like because I'm already flared up. Yeah. And so really important thing is to remember that you need to be nourishing your body more because you need to help. Like think of your body as having like an army in there. And instead of like giving your body more soldiers, you're like taking them away. Like it doesn't actually make sense if you're going to continue eating things that your body doesn't like. So making Mm -hmm. sure you're drinking enough water, making sure you're eating like a lot of like leafy greens and foods that are high in antioxidants and foods that are really good um, for your gut. And so making sure that even though mentally it might feel good for that exact moment to like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, French fries or pizza or whatever, making sure that you are really diligent about what you're putting into your body in every way, not just food, but also into your, into your mind, what you're looking at, what you're seeing. And we've talked about that on past episodes Mm -hmm. of like keeping your peace, but I think that it's Mm -hmm. so important and it's really underrated. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you said everything perfectly. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like those are everything we've talked about today. I've utilized in some capacity, maybe every single day Mm -hmm. or, you know, when I am going through those like really rough times. But I mean, the point is, is that you can't talk about pain lightly, right? Mm -hmm. Because pain really affects people so differently. And, you know, some people have different pain tolerances, right? So it's like, Or some people may respond differently to different types of things. You know, I take turmeric every single day. I've Mm -hmm, taken it almost 
my entire diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever really missed a day unless I ran out of a bottle, but me too. Yeah. Uh, so I take that every day and I know that that helps me because when I have run out of the bottle, I'm like, okay, like I can notice a difference. And so something like turmeric is very, very, you know, finding the right, uh, turmeric supplement for you because, it's so crazy because some people will take one type of supplement and then, you know, and I've tried millions of turmeric supp supplements over the last five years. It's crazy because, you know, you, you read these different reviews or people tell you about it. So you try it. But the one that I'm taking right now, um, it's called their cumin HP, not sponsored yet, hopefully, maybe someday. <laughs> um, but I've been, yeah, they're a little bit on the pricey side, but honestly, it was recommended by my naturopathic doctor and I take it every single day and it's helped me a lot. So something like that, you know, it's a natural supplement and it can really help you. But at the same time, it depends on your levels of inflammation, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you have really, really high inflammation, it's probably not going to be enough for you to just take a turmeric every mm -hmm. day, you know, but it can be a part of your toolbox. Like I do agree. I feel like everyone should take turmeric every single day. I mean, even Dr. Greger uh, recommends that everyone, whether you have an autoimmune disease or not, should take turmeric because it's it has really good anti-inflammatory effects that have had positive impact on like inflammatory markers and, um, you know, diseases like Alzheimer's and stuff like that. So yeah, you got to find the right one for you. But the thing is, it's kind of tricky because like I said, somebody can take something and it has zero effect mm -hmm. on them and they're spending hundreds of dollars on it. And then someone else could take it and be like, wow, this really helps me. So you really just kind of got to find uh, the right one that works for you. Yeah, that's so true. There's definitely pain is a kind of tricky one because the things that we are talking about uh, are things that literally anyone can do. Yeah. Now, of course, there's so many ways to manage pain. Like you could go to a practitioner and get like acupuncture, massage, yeah. you could go to get cryotherapy. You could do so many different things, but we're mm -hmm. talking about really easy things that you could yeah. literally do right now that you could easily find. Yeah. And I think that that's um, something that's really important because, you know, we all, we all hear about these crazy things that people do. And I mean, each of us has done some of this stuff yeah. too, but we wanted to really keep it very tangible and something that you could go utilize literally at this exact moment. Mm -hmm. A really, um, different one that I've done in the past. That's actually really helped me, um, coming back to the mind is, um, journal. I, I always talk about journaling, but mm -hmm. journaling to your pain, like talking mm -hmm. to your pain, like it sounds really crazy. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I get how crazy it sounds, but it can really help. It's a different form of release and it's getting it out of your mind and onto the paper. And then you could even like rip it out of your journal and like rip it or flush it or burn it or whatever. And just be like, you know what? I'm releasing this. This doesn't yeah. serve me. And mm -hmm. I'm again, we're going back to that focusing positive energy into the problem areas, mm -hmm. um, and releasing those negative ones. I just seriously think there's such, such power in journaling things out, writing things down, getting it out of your head and then releasing them. Yeah. And the way that you do journaling is kind of how I feel when I cry and just mm -hmm. kind of allow myself to like release all that. So God, whether rub it, it in Erica, I know no. you can cry and I can't. No. <laughs> I mean, girl, I could cry. Like I, I, like I said, like if I see a stray dog, like I'm crying, like I'm just, I don't know. I have 
I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe there's, I don't know. I don't know if that's good Nothing's or bad. Nothing's wrong but, with you. I'm really but- <laughs> jealous. A little backstory for everyone, because um, we were obviously Erica and I talk like all the time off, off air, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we were talking about kind of what's going on in our own lives. And I was like, God, I really, I need to cry. Cause I've had some really, really messed up stress. Yeah stuff yeah. happening. And I was like, God, I really wish I could just cry. And this was like a week ago that I said this and I still haven't been able to, and I've done everything. Usually really intense breath work. will do it watching. Like, I don't know, a super, super sad movie. I've done it all. Mm-hmm. I've done it all. I've mm-hmm. tried journaling, which a lot of times, like if I really need to release will trigger me. And I'm like, well, I guess it's just not my time to release right now. I cry. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe twice a year. And it has to be like, Oh really- my God. Oh my God. Girl, I wish I, I could cry. Okay. I would say I cry. This is, I don't know if this is normal or not. And it could be, it could be a good cry, right? It doesn't have to come mm-hmm. from a negative spot or it could, you know, it, there's different things, but I would say I cry maybe at least once a week. That doesn't mean, oh, maybe, wow. it doesn't mean I'm like sobbing uh-huh. every single time, but I mean, I'm a very like, sensitive creature that like absorbs a lot of things around me. Like I said, if I see, you know, a homeless person on the street and they're sleeping on the, you know, and they're old and they're sleeping on the concrete floor, like I like it literally makes me cry. Like as I'm driving, like, you know, I'll just be a few tears. And mm-hmm. then obviously I get myself together. It's not like I spend my whole day, but those things like really affect me. And so like, I don't know, I just always use like crying as like a channel of release because if I see things happen, happening in the world. I'm like, God, I can't fix this problem. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a release for me, but you know, to each his own. Like I, I had an emotional mom, (laughs) like my mom's, well, I wouldn't say emotional, very like sensitive and like in tune with like, I don't know, everything going on in the world. So my mom was like that. My grandma was like that. So that's probably why I have this tendency. Yeah, like for that. sure. Um, but, you know, like, I, I think that's good because, you know, some people aren't criers. That's fine. If you want a journal to release that, that's great mm-hmm. because we have to have some type of release, right? Yeah, that's Especially the whole point here is yeah. releasing the pain that's within yes. you instead of sitting and dwelling on it. Yeah. And especially because like we've talked about it, it really does amplify when you keep that bottled in. So whether you, you know, you have a friend you can talk to that can be, you know, an emotional release and that can help with pain. But the other thing, uh, the last thing I, for myself that I would say that I use for pain is that getting a really good night's sleep helps mm-hmm. with pain. And let me tell you right now, this is the most underestimated besides yes. the work. If you get a solid eight hours of sleep, I'm talking like you're going into REM, you're getting, you know, you're not tossing and turning, you're not waking up every second. If you actually get a solid night's sleep, and I know this is hard, right? Because you're in pain. So it's like, Mm -hmm. how am I supposed to sleep well? Um, But if you can get yourself at least one night where you can solidly sleep and kind of rejuvenate your body that will help with pain levels. And I can say this confidently because I've dealt with this a million times. So I've talked about like, you know, using, and we've talked about this on our sleep episode. So yeah, I was just going to say a little plug for our sleep episode. Go listen to that one and we'll give you all the tips. Yes. So go back to that because we want to, you know, 
stay focused on the pain right now, but you can go back to that. And it is relevant to this uh, conversation, but getting a good night's sleep, very underestimated, helps your body kind of detox and rejuvenate itself. And yeah, definitely go back and listen to those sleep episodes. There was one on pain somnia, and then there's one on chronic fatigue. And both of those give really, really good tips on how to manage um, when you just need a better sleep schedule. And what I want to encourage anyone listening to do is don't just listen to us and pick one thing that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. This is about holistic healing and Mm -hmm. treatment and figuring out. So when I say holistic, I don't mean like only plants and don't take medicine. And that's not what I mean. I mean, holistic, like the whole person we are focused on your Mm -hmm. mind, your body and your soul. And you need to not only do one thing that we're talking about, but choose a couple of things or maybe things that we didn't even talk about. And you, you know, something that we said might've sparked another idea in you that makes you feel better. Use them in conjunction with each other. Don't just rely on one thing and then sit there wondering why you're not feeling better. Make sure that you're focusing positive intention. We talk about intention all the time, Mm -hmm. focus that positive intention into your pain management. And I promise you, you will see much better results with your pain. A hundred percent. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, joining us today. Uh, I hope you guys found some useful information and, you know, let us know if you try one of these things and it works for you, please reach out to, you know, either one of us on our personal accounts on Instagram or our autoimmune uh, Instagram. You know, we share this information to hopefully help you when you're in a difficult time. And so we would love to hear from you. We appreciate it when you guys connect with us. It makes this podcast even more worth it because it actually feels real when we actually have mm-hmm. conversations with real people because otherwise crazy. we're just sitting here talking to a computer yeah. screen and into microphones at no yeah. one <laughs> yeah exactly so just a reminder to you guys that we are going to be releasing episodes every other week but we're still excited that's still a lot of information we still have a lot of content that we want to you know talk about I wouldn't even say content I don't like to use word content because this is our real life experiences mm-hmm. you know we're real people having real conversations it's not, not like we to... like plan it out as no, we go. We're we like, what are we no, talking about today? Yeah, we, yeah, like we have like general ideas, but we don't like plan it out specifically because that wouldn't be real. So <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we appreciate you guys so much and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. We want to remind you guys that we are not medical professionals, nor do we give medical advice. So please do not stop taking any medications without consulting your doctor. However, if you'd like to learn more about holistic ways to manage your autoimmune symptoms, we each offer private coaching services and would love to help you. Stay tuned for our next episode. In the meantime, let's connect on Instagram. We are at autoimmune and you, and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to follow each of our personal accounts, we would love that too. You can find our Instagram handles and our websites in the show notes. We'll chat next time. And always remember, you are more powerful than you think. I want to get through this. Oh, that's not good.